Hello and welcome everyone. This is All Systems Go, your gaming podcast that will mm, satiate that appetite you have for all the juiciness that gaming has to offer every week, two weeks. Eh, we're kind of on an odd schedule at this point. My name is Tim. You might know me better as Graduated Gamer. You can find me on Twitter at Graduated underscore Gamer. Check out my Twitter, whatever. I'm not going to plug that much. With me today, as always, you know, my favorite twins, you know, Reen and Lessa. I'll go and introduce Reen first. How's it going, Reen? Pretty good. It's a busy week, and it's just nice to be here talking about games. Of course, always. And her lovely identical half, that would be Lessa. What's up, girl? Hey, hey. Not much aside from what Reen said. (laughs) Playing those games, trying to avoid thunderstorming. I know we had some here at my place. It sounds like you guys are having some weather, so cross our fingers, hope things work out all right for you there. And of course, the lovely, talented, bearded, sexy, lovely mm. Joel. What's I up? I'm bearded indeed. What's up, guys? As always, you can follow me on Twitter, Joel Seaslack. It's my whole name because I'm a creative guy. There you go. I mean, you got a, that hamster wheel turning yeah. all the time. All I, the time. I was, it took me like all day to think of that. Great. So before we get started today, I did want to throw a shout out to some awesome guys who've helped us out along on getting our podcast going and also have a fantastic podcast themselves. They are the Everyday Gamers. Um, you can find them at everydaygamers.com, also at Everyday Gamers. They're great people, always fun to chat with on Twitter. They have an awesome podcast you can check out as well. They're run by some great guys, Eric Bouchard. Chris, geez, I don't even know all the other guys. I know there's Jay. You know, you can find them all there. But just check out at Everyday Gamers on Twitter. You can find them all there. They're really awesome guys. I recommend it to anyone who's a gamer out there. Always entertaining stuff. So thank you to them for helping us out along our way. And um, help us by checking them out as well. All right, so let's go and dive right into it like we always do at the beginning of All Systems Go. Let's check out what's in your system. I'm going to go ahead and start out with Lessa. Lessa, what do you got in your system this past couple weeks? Okay, yes, not recently, but this past couple weeks, I know I mentioned during our first podcast, that's oh so long ago, right? Mm-hmm. The really cute horror adventure game, The Crooked Man, we actually beat that, I think, last week or maybe the week before that. But I have to say, it was a pretty good game. It got really deep near the end, though. I mean, like, not as deep as The Witch's House, but somewhere pretty close. And it, it was funny because Reen and I were playing the game with a friend at the time, so when the choices came up for our final options, where, uh, we were all sweating like bulls, like, oh, we've done so well so far getting all the choices right and the one it's offering now and I'll seem like god and then and then afterwards we end up picking the right one like always nice. and it was good we did go back at the end though to see at least what the other options were because it's a it's a multi-ending game mm-hmm. so we at least got to see what those look like but we're glad we picked the right one you know are you one of those people that needs to see those alternate endings for games like if you start when you find out it has those good better best endings you got to check them all out Yes, unless I put so many hours into the game where it's not even worth it, or it's really hard beyond my level of gaming, then I just go on YouTube and watch a, a walkthrough. Like for the Witch's House, because, I mean, there was a... Well, you haven't played it, so I won't say anything, but <laughs> there's one thing you have to do to get the true ending, and I think it might be easier just to watch someone already do it. Yeah, I did that with yep. Lone Survivor, the director's cut. I found out there was, like, six or seven multiple endings, and I was like, <laughs> YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and like, I think for Silent Hill Homecoming, Yeah, I think it was for Silent Hill Homecoming where they had multiple endings, and I know one was a UFO, so I had to look that one up. Well, isn't that a renowned gag for Silent Hill? There's always that one UFO ending if you do something... Maybe. I actually do not know. Hmm. I didn't even know that, so I'll have to go back and play all the Silent Hill games. Just kidding. I'm not going to do that. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, you totally should, Tim. No. You should. You, nope, not going to happen. <laughs> uh, all right, well, Reen, I know, you, you know, Lesson, you usually play the same kind of games, but I think you've got something else in your system this week, don't you? Fallout 3. Oh, yeah, my God, you yes. recommended me play it, so I ended up putting it in, and you told me to go for the female character, but I was obstinate, and I went for the male, because they had this really cool punk hairstyle, and I was like, oh, my God, he looks, his facial structure looks really sexy with that side punk style, so I was like, oh, I have to leave him. So Always I important. Was... Always important to go for the sexiest fake I character. Me, what do we name mm. our character? First, it was... We just left it player name at first, and then we went back... When we like, were beating the level. Yeah, I think we, we just exited the vault, and it said, before you exit the vault forever, do you want to switch the character name? So Les and I were like, you know what, sure, let's give him a really cool name. I think we called him Valorance Mitchells. <laughs> wow, you with a last name, too. Yeah, I know. It well, was yeah, because like, Reen picked the first name, I picked the second name, so, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I think so. I went with something very creative and eluding, and I went with Xavier, since obviously Ooh. he's going to be the savior of the wasteland, so... Yeah. You know. I liked in the beginning the question when Lessa tweeted about it saying, are you a boy or a girl? What is this, Pokemon? And I was like, oh yeah. my god. So, so I made myself a guy. And then I didn't quite understand the combat system when it first popped up. Like, oh, using the vats? I, I didn't know what to do. Like, it said, mm-hmm. press something. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I tried pressing it again. I guess I was pressing the wrong button for like 30 minutes, but I finally pressed the right button. You pressed the right button at the right time, too. I think you were battling... Well, I won't say anything, just in case people might consider a spoiler, but you, for one part, you have to get the key to leave the vault. I think Tim knows what I'm talking about? Yep, definitely. Okay, for that character, Reen finally found out how to use the system, so it went in slow-mo when she was doing some of the attacks. So it was perfect, oh, yeah. right? When it was like a, it's a calling from heaven, it's like slow-mo, boom, and we're like, oh, she got it! <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think the dialogue is really fun and interactive. I especially liked the goat, where oh, I got yeah. to pick... Mm-hmm. the different choices like for my answers and I was like mm-hmm. your grandmother the- gives you a handgun and says to kill somebody <laughs> do you kill them you're like well yeah, <laughs> yeah. obviously I couldn't answer question 13 for the life of me or was it 10 or 13 the final question what was it, it about? was just so hard which one? I was being sarcastic where it was the only person's name. Or like, oh, which one okay. do I choose? One yeah, I was like, or... Yeah, exactly. who, I was like, who oh, do we love with all of our being and keeps us safe from the outside world? The overseer, the overseer, the overseer, or the overseer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was a, think, that was a tough one. I think our favorite question was the one where someone walks in with a, an infection on their leg and it's spreading really fast and the doctor's not there. What do you do? So Reen and I were like, oh, the walking dead, we've learned from a couple of characters, just chop that bitch off. Amputate, <laughs> always. Yeah, Go exactly. Civil War tactics. Yeah. Get that hacksaw. I didn't get very far, but I just got outside the vault, and I was, like, running around at the wilderness area. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it. Like, I liked how I could swap between first person and third person. I didn't know I could do that until yeah. I got in a fight and I pressed the wrong button. And I was like, oh, my God, I can see myself now. And I was turning the character around, and I was like, oh, he looks really cute. And it was really immature yeah, of me. You want to stick on that first person, though. Third person can be kind of obnoxious when you're fighting because your character moves actually different, I feel, in third person the first person so just a little tip from someone who's played the game a lot stick with the first person um, mm-hmm. third person is kind of interesting just to like I don't know switch to just to see your surroundings a little bit more but there's really not that big of a difference on what you can see and do but the handling the game controls are definitely different between the two I actually found it a little easier to play in third person when I was hmm. killing the rad roaches because those things I just swore they ran between my legs when I was in first person I'm like I can't hit them alright well awesome I'm so glad you guys well at least Reen you're playing Fallout 3 because it's one of my personal favorite games, so I'm really happy that you're doing that. Let me know if you ever need any help, because I got I got you. I've completed it 100% twice, so 
I got you. I will take you up on that because some parts I'm still a bit like I don't know how to read the pit boy. It's confusing. I have no idea what I'm picking up and I'll just DM you a whole bunch and be like, Timmy, help me. It's fine. Please. No problem. All right. Joel, what do you got in your system? Uh, I decided to really shift gears from last podcast. As I said before, I was playing Mario Party 9 with some friends for Wii. That's the most recent Mario Party. Switched it up, went, you know, totally opposite end of the spectrum, played the original Mario Party Mm -hmm. uh, earlier this week. My buddy Jared. Without uh, me? You cheating at me? Oh, my God. We'll always have five, too. This is awkward. (laughs) Anyway, so I was playing with my buddy Jared. He's not on Twitter, but, you know, despite that, he's still pretty cool. We're playing the original Mario Party. We went through every board over the last few days. And also playing, uh, still trying to speedrun Mario 64. Finally got a time below 25 minutes. So going to keep working. Congrats. Thank you. Going to try to uh, get that sub-20, below 20-minute time. Awesome. It's the end goal. Good luck. Are you going to Twitch uh, stream that at all? My laptop sucks, okay. and I can't stream. <laughs> like right. It's so bad it won't even stream, but um, I want to try to get like below 20 minutes in time for the marathon. Ah, be cool. gotcha. Okay, we'll talk more about that later. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, I hope to have a little Mario Party later. Hopefully I won't oh, feel yeah. so distraught because of your <laughs> infidelity later. There'll be a traumatic <laughs> moment involving Luigi, I'm sure. Always. We'll have to block well, and you beating me because I hate you, so. <laughs> Alright. Um, myself, personally, I have been playing a lot of Dynasty Warriors 8. For anyone that has followed me on Twitter, you know that I am one of those weird people that loves the Dynasty Warriors series, despite the fact that ever since Dynasty Warriors 2, it's been the same damn game. Every iteration with just little tweaks here and there but i just love the story of the romance of the three kingdoms i love playing into all these crazy characters that have swords the size of like tree trunks and you know weapons that no human could actually lift up so i just love it it's a great game it's a good time sink so it is getting a little bit old though so i think i'm gonna need to switch to something else eventually but for the time being dynasty warriors 8 is uh capturing my attention once again so that's basically it i haven't had the kind of marathoning you know week week and a half like i did last podcast where i had like seven games to list so it's definitely been a weird time for me i have a question for dynasty warriors is it kind of like final fantasy where it's role-playing or is it mostly fighting it's both so i think the original Dynasty Warriors was based on like a strategy game called Romance of the Three Kingdoms that was a like a PC DOS game back in the day and Dynasty Warriors came out where it basically looked more from like the top down look and brought you down to like the first person or like the third person level for the most part to like actually play as the individual warriors and warlords themselves so I think the first iteration of the game actually was like a fighting game it was almost like a Tekken or a Street Fighter where you faced off one on one And then I think with the second game, it actually brought you onto the battlefield with hundreds upon thousands of other warriors. And that's where you see, like, the Hyrule Warriors style. So if you've seen any of those trailers or any of the streams of Hyrule Warriors, that's exactly what Dynasty Warriors is, but set in ancient Han Dynasty China in the first century and second century. So it's very interesting. I love it. It's been a game that I've been, you know, in love with since the PS2 days. So yeah. Are there any shirtless guys? Um, there's like partially shirtless guys. They have like very oh. low V-necks or like <laughs> bare chest underneath a very tiny vest. So, all right. Um, and all they're right, all cool. ripped. That's your top priority, Rune. Well, hey. I have to look at these bare chests when I play. Let's just say that their their outfits are not probably standard warrior issue for even the first and second century Chinese fighting, you know? So, they definitely are not wearing proper attire, especially the women, but you probably don't care as much about that. So, 
No, it's uh, it's fun though. I mean, like probably like big boobs. I can assume. Oh, just that, like that any fall fighting out game. Of their tops. Yeah, like Soul Calibur. How do some of those people fight with the boobs they have? How do you even hold uh-huh. a weapon? So top-notch boob physics. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> Dead or alive, got to get that boob physics. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so from boob physics onto our next topic. So we're gonna try something out. It was suggested by, um, I believe, someone from the Everyday Gamers. I, it escapes me who it was. I'll have to go back and look. But I was complaining about how I have so many games in my back backlog forever i mean it's not just a recent problem i have i've always had a backlog of games i need to play and i was complaining you know first world gamer problems on twitter and you know this everyday gamer was like well this is what we do with our podcast give it a shot so i was like hell yeah you know you guys make the decision for me so what we're going to do is we're going to do a podcast gauntlet and essentially what we're going to do is each of us is going to have a list of games that we thought of playing in the last you know month two months year or whatever and let the other three members decide what to play so i will offer myself as tribute for the very first iteration if you will of podcast gauntlet so you all have my game list in front of you i hope but i will go ahead and let everyone else know what i'm thinking of playing next after i get sick of dynasty warriors so i recently downloaded dishonored for free um i've had fable 3 on my shelves forever and i have played the first two games in that series i've had dead island for about a year and a half now sleeping dogs Demon Souls, which has been a game I've been interested in for a while, as well as Metro Last Light, which I got for free for PS Plus um, with that membership. So definitely some dark titles on that list. Not really a happy-go-lucky bunch of games, but I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it up to you guys. Does anyone have one that they think I should play right off the bat? Well, why isn't Silent Hill two on that list? Uh, because you know me, and I do not play horror games. I can't even read creepypasta in the middle of the day without having nightmares that night, okay? Which I have been doing and having nightmares over the last week. I will talk about that later. But, no Silent Hill. Isn't Dead Island a zombie game? It is. It is a zombie game. It's a pretty quick one. I think it's like 10 hours or something like that. Yeah, it's a pretty quick one. It's a shooter. Okay. Like, I remember a friend told me a while ago that Demon Souls was supposed to be really good, and I think he was raving about it and saying that it was a really good game and he was waiting for Demon Souls 2. Now this could be like another title with a D that I totally don't know which one it was, but I'm pretty sure it was Demon Souls. Demon Souls is a pretty hardcore game. It's like an RPG dungeon crawler type of game and it's supposed to be friggin' brutal. It's really difficult. Yeah. It's, so. I forget which came first, but it's in the same uh, like story arc as Dark Souls. I think Dark Souls came series. second. I think yeah, it, okay. Dark Souls was made You're for right. people that broke away from the Demon Souls. I think it was um, from okay. Software, okay. I believe, broke away from them and made Dark Souls because they worked on Demon Souls. Yeah. Okay, I lied. If Dark Souls 2 just came out, or if it's coming out, then I lied. It, it wasn't Demon Souls. They're basically very similar. So if you played one and felt that it was brutal as all hell, you probably avoided the others. I don't know. So, but yeah. Okay, so I'm going to cast my vote for Metro Last Light. Okay, that that doesn't shock me. So Lessa goes for Metro Last Light. Joel, um, you're pondering. I'm going to say so. Demon Souls because I've heard of it. Okay. Yeah, it looks like, I haven't played it, but I've watched people play it, and it looks like a pretty intense challenge. Like, it looks okay. like a cool, yeah, it's like RPG, brutal, right. like you said. Reen, what do you think? Um, 
just because I have Metro Last Light on my list as well, I think it'd be cool if we both played it and see who finished it first. So I'll put, oh, I'll go okay. with Les and say Metro Last Light. All right. And just because I want you to have nightmares. Oh, great. All right. So it looks like I'll be playing Metro Last Light. I will let you know when I start playing it, Reen, and we will see who beats it first, which may not be fair because you are in college, which I know is difficult, but I will probably be getting a job soon, which takes slightly more time and eats more of my soul than college ever could. <laughs> so we'll see who can finish it first, which will probably be you. Also, I'm probably like four levels in, but oh, okay. when I was playing it, I was trying to collect all of the, uh, I guess like collectibles during the levels, and it has like a little thing to tell you what was in the level and what wasn't. Mm-hmm. And I remember that one part happened and I was ambushed by Dark Ones and I swear I picked up the collectible but when I finished the level, it said I missed it and then I went into like a whole depression saying, oh my god, I missed the collectible and I just, I curled up on the couch and I put the game down and that's why I haven't picked it back up. Oh, well, yeah. can we play it together? online on PS3? I don't think it's co-op. Ah, bummer. I'll look Maybe it up. the DLC might be. Like, I haven't looked at the DLC, but I know they've added a whole list of DLC. But okay. when I bought it, it only had two DLC, and now it has, like, 20, so... Okay, sounds good. So it looks like I'll be playing Metro Last Light, so I will definitely play that before our next podcast in some way, and I will let you guys know how it went. So, who's got a good list? Oh, Reen. Like, go ahead. What, what do you got mm-hmm. on your list? What are we gonna get to you uh, in your gaming gauntlet? Okay, I have Fear, the first Fear, because I've played the second one and the third one. The third one was Culp, and I enjoyed it with Lessa, though I hated the storyline for it. But people always told me that Fear 1 was the scariest, and I was like, okay, you know what? I have it on my shelf for, like, three years, and I haven't put it in, so I decided to put it in, and I think I played probably about two hours of it, and it's very scary, and, I, like, a couple parts plus, I was like, it's okay, Reen, you can do it. And I was like, no, I can't. She's right there, because that little girl with, like, long black hair, and she walked towards you and disappears at a couple parts. It's just really, really scary. Mm-hmm. And then also, I have Metro Last Light like you. Yep. And then I have Metal Gear Solid 1 for the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And then I have Rule of Rose for PS2. And like, Metal Gear Solid, same thing. I played a little bit of it. I loved it. The music is just brilliant, but I missed the thermal goggles. And I'm at one part where I got across the lasers fine. On the way back, I guess they switched or something. So now it just activates the alarm and I die. Hmm. So I'm thinking about starting over anyways. So if you tell me to play Metal Gear Solid, I will most likely start it over. And then Rule of Rose, I'm just stuck at one part, but I'd be willing to continue it. So which one of these games are you least furthest along in? Metal Gear Solid. Joel, what do you think? Um, I kind of want you to tough it out and beat the first fear. Um, Why? Have you played it? No, but I've seen... Yeah, it looks creepy. It's like, you know, the J-horror classic girl with the long black yeah. hair uh, deal. So that looks pretty scary. But yeah, Metal Gear Solid's a classic. I'm going to go with Fear, I think. All right. I think that'd be cool if you beat that. Lessa, well, what do you think your sister should play? Weren't you two going to Metro Last Light it out? <laughs> yeah, well, so go ahead and choose Metro Last Light, and then I'll do it with Timmy. Well, I mean... Personally, I want Reen to complete Rule of Rose because I want to see what happens and you want to see what happens, but you're just too damn lazy, so I'm hoping this little nudge <laughs> will get you out in that living room to complete the damn game. I'll say this. If Les is picking Rule of Rose, that's what I was going to go with because <laughs> I think I, I love Middle Gear Solid, the series. I'm okay with playing Metro Last Light with you at some point. Obviously, Fear kind of seems something sort of up your alley anyway with like Dead Space or whatever. Rule of Rose seems like very obscure and is one of those titles that I don't think think a lot of people have heard about or really played at all so i would love to hear what it's about from you you know at our next podcast so my vote goes for rule of rose personally actually in the last podcast when we were talking about disturbing games I rule remember. of rose like eating a dog yeah that's yep. the game and yep, i will continue nice all right good so it looks like rule of rose for reen um joel 
What's on mm-hmm. your uh, your backlog? Well, um, I've had Skyrim and Last of Us for PS3 sitting around for a while, which mm-hmm. you so graciously uh, loaned out to me. You're welcome. About five months ago now. Yep. <laughs> still haven't touched. You still wouldn't have beaten Skyrim by that point anyway, don't worry. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's good to know. I've also got uh, a friend brought up from Tennessee. I don't know if he like stole it, but he got someone's Majora's Mask cartridge <laughs> for N64 and left it at my house. And so I've never beaten that. We played it for like maybe an hour or two while inebriated. So If you uh, ever see a safe house that been drowned, just don't play it. Yeah. Just don't play it. If that starts happening, I'm just... <laughs> Done. Shut yeah. it down, throw it out the window, light it on fire. I'll, I'll go to find a random yard sale and just kind of casually yeah. like set it down. Yep. Good so, luck, Ben. Yeah. Goodbye, Ben. <laughs> yeah. What? Wait, what'd you say? <laughs> uh, curse some other child. And then I also, for Wii U, um, I bought NES Remix 2. The first one was really cool. It's just basically all these micro games that they um, have you play based on different NES games. Mm. They'll like alter it slightly or just have you play like a certain like small section of a game. Like Ice Climbers and like... Yeah, just do like one quick objective or like, yeah, beat something quickly. That's cool. Um, Yeah, so it's the the second version has like Super Mario 3, like Punch-Out, some other cool NES games they didn't include in the first one, so I just got into that this uh, last couple days, so... I want to beat that eventually. Hmm. Knowing how you've been doing some speedrunning and stuff, I gotta say, I think that a game that would be doable for you for the next podcast and that I personally loved was Last of Us. Okay. Such a good Yeah, that title. was gonna be my vote too. Yeah. Same here. I was gonna say unanimous do it because we could also play online i think with fractions with the multiplayer Mm -hmm. four people could play so if we each have a copy sure they didn't up that or maybe that was for ps4 no it was for ps3 but he has my copy so i don't know he'd have to it's okay you guys can play with him but yeah it's like a factions thing where you are a part of factions a survival group out there you know amongst the chaos and you have to gather supplies and fight off these other factions of people online it's pretty fun it's pretty i played a, a bit of it all right did i say Fractions, I meant factions. That's what I heard. The Last of Us Math Edition. (laughs) (laughs) Edutainment at its finest. Oh. Uh, so yeah, Joel, you're going to be playing Last of Us this week. All right, so we I'll try to beat a, it by the um, next podcast. Like a book report, style report. Oh, next man, time you will do be I graded. Have to you do. Five paragraph essay. No spark notes. Shit. Yup. <laughs> Uh, all right, Lissa, I see you got some pretty interesting games on your list. What do you got for us? Okay, so I have Eerie, which is a horror game I started a while back. And I got as far as spray painting tunnel walls and hearing the noises of dying cats, but never got any further than this one generator room where I didn't know where to go next. But I'm sure with like the help of a little walkthrough, if you guys pick that game for me, then I could just get by that one area and then it'd be smooth sailing. Mm-hmm. But then I also have Outlast. Rhea and I have not recently fixed our version so it can play on the 32-bit systems instead of the normal 64-bit. So we can continue that. And I think we're about halfway. I don't know. We kind of stayed away from spoilers and sections because we didn't want to spoil what happens next. But then I also have... For shame. Okay, for shame for this one. (laughs) Uh, Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. I mean, I played that religiously when it first came out, but then I got stuck in this one spirit trial, and then it just turned into a year's worth of wait after... No, actually, it was two years. It was 2012. And then I popped it in one day because I was like, you know, I want to see me some Link. And then I played the spirit <laughs> trial and I beat it and I was like, yes, but it's like, oh, you have one more spirit trial in the Silent Realm. And I was like, oh, fuck. Excuse my French, German, whatever. But I'm, I mean, the places where I have to collect the spirit tears, those places are the worst for me. Okay, I have many problems because the those damn little watchers and then the guardians, they always get me when I'm climbing things and I'm retarded and I don't strategize and wait to save that one spirit tier until the end just in case a watcher gets 
gets me, and then I head back. But that's where I'm in Silent or not Silent Hill. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. That's where I'm in. Yes, that's where I am in Skyward Sword. Okay. So I mean, if you guys wanted to know the game that I'm mostly finished with, that would be it. But then I also have Amnesia: A Machine for Pigs. That one, Reed and I have been playing in the company of a neighbor a while back. But after one dinner date, you could say he never came back to watch me play it anymore. My cooking was so, not that bad, just so we know. <laughs> and my gameplay is not that slow. So I mean, if you guys also like, if you also choose that one, then I could just play that without him. So those are my choices. Give me a little more detail about this eerie game. I've never heard of it. What's what's the premise of it? Oh my god, it's been so long. That's why it's on the uh, backlog. I think you were like a secret agent sent into some facility to look for some type of data, and it just kind of starts you off a little bit obscurely, and then while you're going through rooms, you find, I guess, like little notes here and there saying this and that, and then when you indulge... And you see a couple things, and then you see like some bodies, and then some creepy stuff start throwing themselves at you, but it's not really um, action-based yet. It's more like those little jump scares. You turn a corner, you see something. And then I want to reference the thing. Re knows what I'm talking about, but I don't know if you guys have played the thing. Though. Okay, wait. Have you seen? I think John Carpenter's movie, yeah, the thing, like yeah. the old movie. Seen the movie. Yeah. So they made a PlayStation Two game right. based on. I've that seen movie. some footage of it. Mm-hmm. I haven't played it. Yeah. But... So it's kind of like that. But it's first person. Yeah. Right. Joel, you got anything? Because I'm, I'm between a couple. That now that Yuri's been compared to the thing, that's more intriguing to me. Uh, the original Amnesia is pretty cool, and that's one I should go back and finish eventually. Uh, I started that one. Hashtag nope. Hey, so that's that's a sequel, a machine for pigs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that like just the second Amnesia game, or are there like, more than it's two? It's the same. I don't know if it's a direct sequel as far as like the same storyline. I think it's the same gameplay, but it's like a different place, and there's something chasing you, and it's in the dark, and yada yada yada. So it's by the same people. It's the same idea as the first one, where like you have light, and you can sit in the dark, can't and attack, crazy, no and you can't attack. Uh, yeah, so. which is a cool format, I think. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with the the survival horror as I did with Reen and Yuri. Sounds intriguing now, but I think I'm still gonna go with Amnesia, okay. a machine for pigs. Reen? I'm kind of partial to Lessa continuing Outlast. Really? They have that DLC, which is the whistleblower, to yeah, show the story okay. of the guy who, I guess, who blew the whistle on Mount Massive Asylum, and I find that very intriguing, so I'd like to finish the game to at least play the DLC afterwards. Fair enough. It's up to me now. I don't want to throw down a tie. So I'll go ahead and choose between Amnesia or Outlast, and I gotta say... Between the two games that would likely cause me to throw out my jeans and underwear while playing them, Outlast seems like the one that would scare the literal shit out of me. So I'm going to go ahead and say Outlast because that game looks creepy as all get out. I cannot stand even looking at a trailer for that game without having to like hide under my covers with a flashlight. So... I'm going to go with Outlast, so I look forward to you, Lessa, coming back and maybe stuttering out of fear, describing how terrifying <laughs> that game is. I'll send some nice pictures your way with some friends I make in the game. Please do. Yeah, actually, I would like it if you like maybe recorded like some audio of you freaking out when things happen. That would also be great, to know that you're also human, despite all your horror game playing you do. Okay, you say that, but I'm not the one that usually screams. I scream because Rain screams. Rain is the type of person, like, something jumps at her, she's, like, rolling her chair two feet back away from her keyboard, actually flipping her keyboard and saying, oh my god, what's it look like? I'm like, well, why aren't you looking at yourself? She's like, I don't want it! So, I mean... Exactly. I have to clear my dresser and everything in front of me, and then I coffee table flip. I almost throw my mouse across the room, and I like bring my feet up off the floor. It's a real disaster. You and I have that in common, because I can't handle this shit. I will throw stuff. I will close my laptop in fear quit 
yeah, won't happen. Fear so quit. yeah, yeah. Fear quit. Oh, yep. oh my god, that should be a new tag. Fear quit. It yeah. kind of is. Like, I think know... for me. <laughs> yeah, there was actually this demo for this one uh, game trying to bring back the Japanese horror. It was called Dread Out. I know at one part something happened, and I'm deadly terrified of women with pale faces and long dark hair. And let's just say that Shiz was going down in that game, and I closed my eyes, and I was the one playing the game. So Les is like, "Oh my god, read, move, move." I'm like, "No, tell me what she looks like. What do I do?" <laughs> It was utterly disastrous, so I had to exit out of the game, and then I'll have to pick it back up. I know, you up. were sitting there the whole time, go, Lessa, take the screenshot, take the screenshot. I'm like, I did. She's like, can I open my eyes? I'm like, she's still there. And, she, and then I was like, oh, no, stop, stop, go away. <laughs> well, yeah. at least you have support, because it's always good to have someone to experience that with while you're, you know, shitting your pants, so. <laughs> oh. oh, wait, Tim, yeah. back to your list of games mm-hmm. on the backlog. Why wasn't... One late night up there. I don't know what you're talking I about. I asked that same so, question. You can all just go to hell. Not an hour ago. <laughs> I hate you guys so much. You cannot overrule the list of my games. I am playing Metro Last Light, which is probably going to scare the shit out of me anyway. So, one late night, I'll get to it when I get to it. I'm pussy. I'm sorry. Fine. I can't play that Fine. game. <laughs> uh, Alright, so... Before we get into some of the news we've uh, seen this past couple of weeks, I just wanted to talk real quick. Joel and I are going to be doing a little gaming marathon in the near future. We were thinking of doing it for St. Jude's, but our schedules kept conflicting with you know doing a 24-hour marathon for that. So while it's a great cause and everything, we decided to wait and prepare a little bit better for um, our gaming marathon, and we're going to be doing it with Extra Life. So we have not signed up yet, but I'm hoping to sign up really soon, and I'll get that information out on Twitter. But Joel and I are going to be doing a 24-hour gaming marathon, and I think right now our front runner is the Nintendo 64. Mm, greatest a, console uh, Yeah, a lot of games from it. You know, we've got, I think the list was like almost 30 games mm-hmm. we had that would be good with two players. So mm-hmm. just wanted to plug that real quick, give a little foreshadow. We're going to be coming back with that in another podcast, and I'm going to be promoting the shiz out of that on on Twitter and Facebook and everything else. But it's for a good cause. Obviously, if those of you, uh, any of our listeners, have not heard of or investigated what Extra Life is and what it does, it is fantastic. It raises money for the Children's Miracle Networks all across the country. So I highly recommend you check it out, if not for us, definitely for the kids. And we will be coming back with that more in the future. So we're looking forward to working with my main man, Joel, on uh, tackling some classics coming up in the next, oh, yeah. next 60 days or so. It's so many great. games. Boom. So we're going to rap about it. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Man, Joel. He, no, I'm not going to do that. All right, so... <laughs> Now on to the last couple weeks in news. So we're going to talk about one of the biggest things that came out uh, just today. Today, hop the press, today being Tuesday the 26th. By the time you guys hear this, it'll be old news. But I guess they have announced a Pokemon fighting game that is going to be sort of in the style of Tekken. And I guess it's right now called Pokemon Tournament, which kind of sounds dirty. But it's it's been blowing up Twitter. Everything else I've seen, every news feed I've seen is about this Pokemon fighting game. And just kind of give a little background. There's not a whole ton we know about it yet. But I guess the first big announcement has been that it's slated to be released in arcades as a cabinet first before hitting consoles. That's really exciting. Which is there aren't cool. many new arcade games nowadays. No. I mean, typically it's just like a new House of the Dead, a new pinball machine, mm-hmm. and then maybe some like new shooter like Time Crisis or right. maybe a Street Fighter reboot mm-hmm. or something. But yeah, that's that's pretty awesome because I'm I personally love arcades. I know you do, Joel. We hang out at oh, yeah. Pinball Pete's down the road. Yeah. Pinball Pete's 
I know you're listening. You gotta get poking. And our okay. Michigan, what? Get that. Yep. So I'll be there spending all the quarters. Yep. So I don't know. I just I know Joel. You had some interesting thoughts on on this beforehand. Kind of some you know maybe some questions about what the game going to be about. Yeah, I'm just interested. Like how much of the previous elements from like the Pokemon RPGs are they going to include in the fighting game? So I think they have a cool opportunity here to like include like the elemental attacks. So like give a Pokemon. You know, with a fire-based Pokemon, if they're attacked with, like, a water-based attack, is it going to do more damage than it would, you know, a normal-type Pokemon? Are they going to include that element of the fighting game in the the new game here, the Pokemon? Uh, I think that'd be cool to do, not make it, you know, such a one-dimensional fighter. And then also you brought up, are they going to allow you to level up your Pokemon as you go in, like, the story mode or the one-player mode? Mm -hmm. I think that'd be cool to include as well. So a lot of cool opportunities to include, you know, some classic Pokemon elements in the fighting game here. Yeah, maybe they'll have like a red Gyarados in there as well. Maybe it's like an unlockable or something cool, like a Mega Evolution. So I, I think you guys didn't, I don't know, Rena, Lessa, when you said you saw the trailer for it or something along those lines earlier? Yeah, from just, I guess, 30 seconds of it, it looked beautiful to me. And I was like, oh my goodness. But like, I've never played a Tekken game. Is it kind of like Street Fighter? Yeah, it's pretty similar. Okay, I enjoyed Pokemon Red, Yellow, and Blue all the way up to like Black, White version 2 and Y. And I think it's refreshing to see a Pokemon actually fight like not choose between different attacks like click a button if you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. when you go like attack run and stuff like that so it kind of reminded me of the uh naruto fighting games where Mm -hmm. it has like the beautiful graphics the the awesome music the different angles and the different attacks and i'm really excited for it like do you know what consoles it's coming out for and is it even going to be released in american arcades or just japan because i know in the trailer it said japan arcades i would guess wii u is probably going to be the flagship console, but I would God not be surprised. You, you. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if the 3DS was on the it was on the docket as well. I mean, they are doing Super Smash Brothers on both the 3DS and the Wii U, and I don't really see the capabilities of the Wii U and 3DS being that far apart that you couldn't put Pokémon on both. And plus, especially with the 3DS having, you know, you can link up with someone wirelessly all across the world on, like, the Nintendo network. I don't know what it's called. But, you know, you can basically play someone halfway around the world, you know, in a fighting game. I think that would be pretty neat. But, yeah, I think it's all kind of speculation at this point. But cross your fingers for that 3DS since I know... The only one here that has a Wii U is my good man, Joel, so... Yeah. Yep. I know how you said that this game is just fresh off the press with the news and everything, so I don't think it's been announced how many Pokemon are going to be available as playable characters. All 700. Oh, God. my God. I mean, <laughs> I mean, more than 150 to me seems like overkill, but then again, I mean, if you think about it, it might be narrowed down depending on status and physique. I mean, because who wants to play as a Togepi? No offense to Togepi. I love Togepi. Yeah, I don't, I don't see that as like an attack Pokemon. I mean, I'd rather sing my opponents to sleep with Jigglypuff, but then again, that's also like already for Super Snorlax, Belly Flop right. Oh yeah, Apom use double hit. That's why I think it'd be a pretty interesting thing to look at. Like, if you did include more than the like a hundred or two hundred or something Pokemon, and included a larger library of them, maybe they'll have the evolution. So like, you can't just pick Charizard. You have to build up a Charmander in order to have access to a Charizard, and eventually maybe load up on some legendaries or something to get your badasses like Mewtwo or Lucario or something like that, you know, Pokemon that are traditionally stronger. And, I, you know, I think I agree with you, Reen, your point about, like, you know, it'd be nice to see Pokemon actually fight because when you watch the television series, you watch the anime series, the tournaments and the battles are not turn-based. Like, you can throw out Thunderbolt or, you know, whatever you want as many times as you want. You don't sit there and wait for the opposing Pokemon to, like, catch their breath. Like, it's 
kind of an actual battle. And even with Pokemon Stadium, it was always turn-based. So I, I agree with you. I think this is a great opportunity for us to finally get a Pokemon game that reflects what we see in the anime. Because I think everyone really likes how it's done real time it looks like this but it feels like this (laughs) yeah i think i just totally butchered that meme but one thing about the title i know the japanese love to shorten things and combine things so po is from pokemon and the ken is from tekken so it's Mm -hmm. poken so they're actually shortening a short name because pokemon is pocket monster short so it's like pocket tekken monsters (laughs) i don't know (laughs) so just stating the obvious but yeah right so now I think it's I think it'll be good. I, I think this is again a reason why I am heavily leaning towards getting a Wii U once like Black Friday rolls around and depending on what kind of like, you know, deals they have going on with that, Hyrule Warriors, Super Smash Bros. All this DLC and stuff coming out from Mario Kart 8. I mean, the Wii U is going to be a hot system. Say what you want about the PS4 and the Xbox One, but the Wii U has a pretty awesome game library um, now and in the future. So I'm looking forward to it, and I think Pokin is an indication of things to come. Mm-hmm. I'm leaning toward a PS4 just because of certain reasons. And, like, <laughs> no, that's not the wrong answer. Like, I, I want to get one in like a couple months. So nice. No, I know you're definitely going to be looking for your Capcom game and, you know, Silent Hills and all that other stuff. So I I don't fault you for that knowing you, but I would say that, you know, it would be difficult for, in my opinion, for any gamer out there to argue against the Wii U at this point, especially with their licensed games coming out. They're they're pretty awesome looking, I gotta say. So I do want to get to our next topic. Yeah, we're doing all right. Let's go and talk about... I don't even know who put this one. Was this Reen Lesson? Was this one of you guys about the game sequels? Because it's a pretty awesome article, I gotta say. Yep. Yeah, Kotaku came out with this article about um, 50 obscure RPGs that they wish had sequels. And it's a good read. I'm a huge RPG fan, and I, I own a few of the games that are on the list and know about almost all of them. And it was pretty interesting to just kind of look through and, and think about games that we wish that had a sequel. And I'll just throw this out there right now because I've been basically shouting this from the rooftops for years since the PS2 days, but Dark Cloud needs another game. That series is phenomenal. They've had one. They had two. It's called Dark Chronicles Overseas, but they need a threequel. They need a third game. It was a great game. A it was. They do. Yeah, threequel. We'll call it that. Um, That's an awesome name. <laughs> it was from the same studio, Level 5, that brought us Nino Kuni recently, so you know they're doing great stuff now. Why not Dark Cloud? It's a great RPG that has elements of creating weapons, but also building a town. You have to like gather pieces of towns that have been destroyed and put them back together in the way you see fit. And it was just a great twist on the old JRPG elements. Plus, it was all about dungeon crawling, in a sense, but the dungeons were randomly generated. So it was going to be different every time you went into a dungeon. So it was awesome. I, I, I thought it was phenomenal. So that would be my vote for an RPG or even a game that definitely needs a sequel. I'm going to go ahead and guess, Rena and Leslie, you're going to say something about maybe Resident Evil, perhaps, maybe? Well, I would say Resident Evil Revelations, I'd like to see it get a sequel, but apparently screenshots for a second installment has already been leaked. Mm -hmm. And, like, after finishing the game on the 3DS, I really wanted to see more Parker and Raymond, so I can only keep my fingers crossed that they might come back. But with the screenshots looking something like from the Evil Within or Outlast, I'm not going to get my hopes too high, so I can only wonder what kind of path they're going to take. But I would really like to see a sequel for Shadows of the Damned. It's like a. It's. Uh, I think it was by Suda51, and like it's 
Kind of like Devil May Cry, if you've ever played Devil May Cry. Yes, I have. Okay, but this game is like every bit of crazy, and it's funny, the gameplay was action-packed, the characters are lovable, and they're all funny, but the ending was like WTF, I was like, it was unsatisfactory and too open. I don't even know what was going on, and I thought it was like some flashback, but then I was like, why, and what happened? I was just so confused, so I would love to see a second one. Wait, was that the one where their protagonist was a guy that kind of had like a weird sense of humor and like a foul mouth and was kind of like a womanizer, like had like very crude humor in the game in a sense he's not really a woman he only has his sights set on one woman okay and he has a talking skull named jonathan yes that turns into a gun called the boner and then it could turn into a big boner when you upgrade and you get a call (laughs) on a sex line i love that game yes okay (laughs) it was a little crude yes i've heard of it never played it but it did look phenomenal it did sound hilarious um looking into it so i would i'd agree just from the premise it's a very unique title why not get a sequel but maybe it just didn't do as well yeah i thought it was a really funny brilliant game it kept me intrigued with the dialogue and the killing off the enemies and then this one thing named christopher was like some demon in the in the underworld or whatever he had like this redneck accent mm-hmm. like betrayals. betrayals exactly i was like oh my god it's christopher and every time i saw him and then like there was this little slug thing that was really cute they called him sushi mm-hmm. it was a Adorable. Um, I still want a uh, Super Mario 64 sequel, <laughs> and I don't care that the N64 stopped making games. Super Mario years 128, ago. do it. <clears throat> Let's do it. Let's make it for N64. I still have an N64. Enough people still have an N64. We'll buy it. I think they okay, shut down Nintendo. all the factories that make I swear to God, get them up and running. <laughs> we need it. Um, do you want them to resurrect 8 tracks while, while they're at it? And, you know, maybe Betamax? Uh, That'd be fine. <laughs> Go back to 90s Nickelodeon. Just do and, that? Um, nice. Yeah. Nice. That's all I really want. I know you're partially serious about that. I am actually partially serious. <laughs> Even if they made one for, like, Wii U, that'd you be pretty cool. Not a reboot. Not an HD reboot. No, like an want. actual sequel. sequel. Like that style. Wasn't that, Super Mario Galaxy and that was that kind, kind of, kind like of a sequel? Yeah. I just really like that old school, that 3D, because that was, like, such a revolutionary 3D game. Yeah. And just to keep it... Yeah, that format would be awesome. Hmm. I just really, I want a Call of Duty sequel too, though. I mean, can't have enough of those, you know. <laughs> There's I'm like just, <laughs> just counting down the days to the next <laughs> Call of Duty. I feel like Joel time. has had way too much to drink because he's not saying it was a Call of Duty <laughs> sequel. <laughs> Very disappoint, Joel. Very mm-hmm. disappoint. As for the game that got a sequel, I might have to agree with Rain on this one. Shadow of the Dam was a sweet game, filled top to bottom with humor and, like she said, lovable dialogue and characters, but if I had to be independent, I would choose Deadly Premonition. Oh my god, I love that game! How dare you say that sequel? I want a sequel! That's why I told you don't look at the shelf anymore than after you choose your game, because I wanted to choose one. Oh my god, yeah. But, but yeah, like Shadows of the Dam, Deadly Premonition had an open ending, and I mean, overall, it was a kick-ass game, so yeah, bring it. That game deserves a sequel, in my opinion. Okay, I second that. Screw Shadows of the Damned right now. I want Deadly Premonition. Isn't that the one with the talk, like the guy talks to his coffee? Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the coffee would make a return, obviously, and maybe as a second <laughs> playable character, you just walk around as a cup of coffee, talking to the guy. sick. Did you see that, Zach? FK in the coffee. <laughs> my god. I know there are definitely people out there like on Twitter and stuff I've talked to that have played that game, but that is definitely a cult classic. It's probably a very small cult. No offense. I, I'm sure it's a very <laughs> wonderful game, but it just sounds so bizarre every time I hear you talk about it or see or hear anything else about it. It just sounds so kooky. I don't even know. It's weird. You should totally try it. Oh, it is bizarre. Maybe. I mean, it has that, that little hint of suspense and mystery, and then it's almost kind of open world, and you get to sleep the days, you get to shave your man, you get to feed him, and 
give him his coffee for the morning. And then there's also squirrels that sound like monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. There's all these glitches all over the road. So when you're going full speed in York's it's car. And then, yeah. And then if you didn't save it and you end up flipping the car and killing yourself, then you have to start over. And it's just a great game. <laughs> wow. So I hear you get to shave your man? Yeah, I heard that too. <laughs> I think I caught that. In the I, I don't know what game. that means in your world, but in my world that means something kind of weird. You can shave Agent York for money in the mirror in like the bathrooms. So I let him get a full beard and he looked terribly horrible. And there were a couple flies because I didn't let him shower or switch the suit. Is that so the name for his member was... or what you, what Agent what is his name? <laughs> No, it's not. No, oh, so, you guys are funny. I think I know um, why you like this game so much. <laughs> oh, I could write a fan fiction for that, though. Mr. Francis York Morgan. Exactly. I think I know the exact title for this podcast and what it's going to be. It has something to do with shaving our man, so. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, totally do it. Okay, I'm all flushed over here. Let's move on. All right, well, we'll move on. We'll, we'll talk about uh, probably our last topic for the day. We'll go ahead and talk about an actual sequel that has been announced and will be coming out. It's, it blew up all of the gaming world when it happened because it was so unique and something that amazingly hasn't really been done much in the past. And we're talking about PT or the playable trailer for the new Silent Hills game. Now, if you don't know about this, then kindly please find a new place to live and leave that place under the rock that you live currently behind because it was everywhere. I guess Norman Reedus, first of all, was uh, seen as the protagonist in this game. So obviously, you know, I'm flustered just thinking about it because he is a very sexy man. You know, Silent Hills is going to be a new Silent Hill game coming out and they released a trailer that was essentially a demo to get everyone very excited about this. And it was terrifying as hell. I watched people on Twitch play this game and I thought there's no way in hell I'm gonna actually play this ever not the real game not the demo no matter what because you got people jumping out of closets and like rushing at you babies crying and giggling out of nowhere and it's essentially just a loop down a friggin like set of hallways I can't do it I'm just like you know again nope close my laptop fear quit I'm done but I think I know two ladies that are probably super excited about this oh, Silent Hill sequel <laughs> my god totally when Lessa and I first read an article about Silent Hills coming out we we're like okay cool so we went to a Twitch channel where they had a recorded video and we skipped all the way through the demo because we didn't want to um, ruin the watch. experience for uh, when we eventually get a PS4 and get that trailer I mean it might eventually be a while no, but no, I mean, we two months give me two months and I will have a PS4 I will download this as the first playable teaser and I will not get multiplayer games though I'm sorry so Sony, but no, for multiplayer games. But I will get single-player games for a PlayStation 4. And of course, well, Norman Reedus, I'm sure, has no bearing on, on your excitement level for this game. Sexy man as main character. Game I have to guy. Oh my god, that's so nice. Totally you're so flustered with Norman Reedus in the game. You're like, I can't English good speak I me no no. My... The game that was got. <laughs> game that was my got. My fangirl senses are tingling. I can't think straight. All my wires are totally crossed. But yes, <laughs> when I get a PlayStation 4, I will play the playable teaser and I will record it with my whatever that thing is. PS Share or something like that. No, no, what's it called? I have a game card. It has a name. Elgato, there we go. Oh, the Elgato, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll record it and then I'll put it on YouTube so you can watch me make a fool of myself. Fangirl, yeah, all over the PS4 that you just bought, so. Fangasm. No. And I also find it really cool that Kojima, who works on Metal Gear Solid, Mm -hmm. and I don't know how to pronounce his first name, but it's like Del Toro is like the last part of his name. Yeah, Guillermo Yeah, there you go, that guy. Yeah, he is a writer for like Dark Fantasy and like horror, Mm -hmm. and we're watching The Strain right now, which is a 
series, I think, based off his comic from 2009. It'll hold me over until TWD comes back in October, and it's really interesting. So to see Kojima with like his aspects of sneaking and then this dark fantasy and horror, which is from Del Toro, mm-hmm. I think it'll be a really cool mix and really bring back the horror to Silent Hill. Because I know Downpour was very... Like, I didn't. It's not my favorite of the series right now. I think it went down with the Downpour in the title. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think... Uh, well, Guillermo Del Toro is quite famous for a lot of things, but he's mostly really famous for like his creature designs and stuff mm-hmm. in exactly. comics. And I think he has a book you can actually buy that has his sketches and drawings of creatures he's designed for things like his comics, like Hellboy and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it'd be pretty interesting to see the kind of creatures he comes up with for a Silent Hill game, considering they're usually quite grotesque and terrifying in their own right. So Directed the Hellboy films, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah, he did. Well. Pan's yeah, the Labyrinth. first and Golden. Oh, and yeah, mm-hmm. Pan's Labyrinth, I forgot. Mm-hmm. That was, yeah. It's a few a other one. ones. So, no, nah, it'll be terrifying. I mean, it's Pyramid Head, right? From Silent Hill series? That's yep. the guy, so I mean... That sexy Emma. I'm sure... Oh, sexy <laughs> When you got like a dozen abs, you know, whether you're going to cut your head off, at least you got something good to look at, right? I guess, before you get murdered. So don't worry, I'll save it for your fan fiction. Oh yes, I will hold that. <laughs> Pyramid Head and Norman Reedus fan fiction, probably already in the works by Reen and Lessa, I'm sure. Right, call it Headless. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. I don't even that's another name for the podcast. Headless Shave My Man. Um alright, so but yeah, I don't know, PT, I don't know, Joel, any interest in the Silent Hill? Oh little sequel? It's not gonna sell me a PS4, but no. I'd probably watch people play it on Twitch yeah. a bit. Yeah. I'll best probably all I'll do. Or watch actually, play it or something. I'll probably talk to you about watching somebody play it on Twitch yeah. because <laughs> need two degrees of separation. Not gonna. Yeah, yeah, it needs to be like a Kevin Bacon degrees yeah. of separation for me to. You gotta dilute it. Oh, to that definitely point. not. I can't do it. I only have so many clothes that I can throw away before I have to go buy a new pair of pants. So what if you played it on a very tiny screen? No, like even no. Screen. I can't. I've done that before. I've tried to like play a game or watch something terrifying on like my phone and I will hold the phone at arm length away yeah. and I'm a tall guy so I have a pretty good wingspan and even I'm like oh no 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 <laughs> home button I'm done throw it out the window can't do it so you've gone through a lot of phones that way I, I seriously I'm on like the fifth phone this month I really need mm. to stop reading creepypasta so yeah system seller for Rena and Lessa um, a maybe for Joel and a definite nope for me all around for Hard the new pass. Silent Hills Hard game pass. but yeah, I gotta say it's pretty cool I like what they're doing the realistic nature of the the new systems coming out to throw Norman Reedus in there why not I mean provided he survives the zombie apocalypse I think he'll do just fine in a Silent Hill game Give my cr- fingers are crossed for this newest season it looks so intense I won't okay. spoil it it just looks really super intense everyone's in beast mode I want to be in beast mode even Carl's useful that's weird well, no, don't say, I don't want to say, don't don't say anything. Okay, all right. Stop talking about it. All right. It could be in any mode. No, shut up, Joel. <laughs> it could be in any mode. Coral. The walkers are in beast mode. There you go. You okay, mean Carl good. stay in the house mode. Oh, yeah. there you go. <laughs> stay at home mode. Oh, all right, so before we get into any Walking Dead spoilers, and I have to kick someone off the show for spoiling it for me, I think we'll just end it here. So, as always, thank you everyone for listening. You can find us, All Systems Go, on Twitter, at ASG underscore podcast. Just tweet us anything, maybe give us some ideas for another show. We're always open to suggestions from our listeners. Check us for updates, and just hit us up with any other gaming conversation. We love talking to our fans. And just like always, listeners, gamers all around the globe, game on. We'll see you next time here on All Systems Go. I'm gonna go shave my man. Intro music provided by Wonderflux and outro provided by Labyrinth. 
You can find more information about All Systems Go at asgpodcast.podomatic.com or follow us on Twitter at asg underscore podcast. Podcast.